Hi, and welcome back to the Zeitgeist Podcast. This is episode number five, and today Connor and I are going to be discussing copywriting, what he's learned from Gary Halbert in writing over 50 blogs, the principles of persuasive writing, and much more. Stay tuned. I wanted you to talk to me about your blog. Please, yeah. So, last week's. Last week's blog was killer, dude. Oh, thanks. You know what I really liked about it? What? How you formatted the text and embedded videos. I mean, you've gotten so good at, from your first blog until now, constructing the, the blog in such a way that you can skim through it things catch your eye you stop to look at the points that you want people to look at and understand it draws you back in I mean how did you learn to 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 write so well and, and what's the progress been like and I appreciate that a lot actually because that was very intentional very intentional um to this guy, Joshua Lysick on Twitter, he's a ghostwriter. He's been a big inspiration for me. I've actually spent probably like $500 on Gumroad courses from him. And that's helped my writing a lot. And people will think $500, what the hell? Well, these are the same people that spend 500,000 on university. So um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, if so, if you want to learn a skill, do not, and you have the means, do not be cheap. Like, um, I know I've gotten so much value from, from this one guy. Besides mm -hmm. that, I've also been studying copywriting from Gary Halbert. I'm going to send you this actually, because you were talking about digital marketing. He is the goat. He made like a okay. hundred million dollars in revenue or something um, just by sending letters. And these principles of copywriting, they hold up to today because the English language hasn't changed in 30 years. Even if things have moved digital, the principles of persuasive writing stay the same. So that's why at the end, I talked about like, if you're interested in marketing, learn, and you're really young, especially too, and you don't have to worry exactly about getting a paycheck right now, learn evergreen skills, skills that you mm -hmm. can use for the rest of your life, right? Like persuasive writing makes way more sense to learn than how to really, really good use Facebook ads. Um, and then I think just the biggest thing about making something readable is short words short sentences and short paragraphs that's key and mm -hmm. using headlines and i also yeah i've been trying to use the embedding of photos and videos more now because like you said it, it helps you sort of get a break because reading is taxing reading takes energy so i think another principle on that is just always trying to be clear clear is better than clever mm -hmm. every time just the point of writing is that the person understands exactly what you mean. You're not trying mm. to be fancy. You're not trying to impress anyone with your cleverness. You're literally just trying to tell someone something and let them understand it in as least energy as possible. That's why I put the quotes from the book as pictures because it makes it less, it feels less strenuous. Yeah. Mm. So that was a pretty long answer, but uh, yeah, actually, talking about what I want to do, I really want to become a better writer because I think there's a lot of writing is for time travel. Essentially, you can put things down and, and come back to it and have a place for your body of work. I really like this idea of using words well. 
I mean, it's a, it's a great skill to, to have, uh, and you got really good at it. The, I'm still getting so, better, but yeah, definitely. What, how many iterations on the blog have you gone through at this point? Over 52. I'm past a year. Uh, okay. From the original blog to Substack says like seven months, but that's because I, I switched. Um, and I know it's like, it's going to compound, right? Like I'm, I agree with you that it's getting better, but I know there's still a lot to go before I'm really writing well. And I feel totally at peace with that though, because this is the game I want to play, right? First decide what you want to do, then act accordingly. So now I'm acting accordingly. That's awesome. There's this uh, poster in my gym that says, a black belt is a white belt that never gave up. Love that. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. I mean, so what you, on the outset, you must have been intimidated by this idea, right? Like you'd never written a blog before. And what'd you tell yourself? I, I'm just going to write one blog every week until I'm a good writer. Or what was the thought process? Actually, like, I literally did sit down and ask myself, what do I want? I was at your apartment. I had had a call with a scholarship officer to go to China. I didn't get the scholarship, but <laughs> um, he asked me that question. He's like, ask yourself these five questions before you apply. Like, what do you want? Where are you going? How does this fit in with your story? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I really thought about it. I'm like, you know, I need to become a better writer to achieve the things I want to achieve. How do I become a better writer? shots on goal I need to start a blog so then I started a blog and I wrote three I said I'll do it every Thursday and I wrote three posts before sharing them and then I shared one on LinkedIn I felt quite scared to post on LinkedIn um, because I've never posted anything under my own name but I think making that transition of consumer to creator with the point mm -hmm. where you've posted something that you put effort into that you care about that yeah, that is a representation of you onto the internet is such a big frame shift. Mm. That's why you're going to post a, a clip from this podcast onto Instagram or something. It's done. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like, I want to do this, this judo flip with the way I use social media. I don't want to be a consumer. I want to be a producer. Right, because these are crazy tools if used correctly, right? The masses are using these tools to entertain themselves, little dopamine hits. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's not a judgment. I've been there too. And I'm still there every once in a while. But you can really use these tools. I've wrote about it before, like to find notes in the network and, and get, educate yourself incredibly or to broadcast your message, to broadcast your skill. Um, that's what we're doing right now. Definitely. Yeah. This was like the first step for me to get into this world, uh, which, yeah, I'm grateful that we have the opportunity to do so together. Um, and, you know, I feel more comfortable with you because you've had some experience with this and now I'm going to get into these other aspects of digital marketing. Like I'm probably going to start a blog pretty soon. It's going to be real estate related. Every like all the content I'm going to create, um aside from this podcast for the time being is going to be 
real estate, um, using it to advance my career. Let me and, ask and you help educate people mm-hmm. about that. Do you want to write about real estate? I understand you like real estate and it's your industry, but do you want to, do you really think you want to write about it? Or is there another topic that you'd rather write about? It's a good question. I I haven't thought too much about it. There's one thing though that gets me excited. And it's the same reason why you started a blog in the first place. You, You want to be a better writer. And I want to be an expert at writer. what I do. An expert writer, but specifically, I want to be an expert real estate investor. And I know that through dedicating the time to try and put these thoughts that I have in my head into an educational format to teach other people, it's going to help me understand the stuff even better. And I'll be inspired to link up with new people, grow my network, and continue down that path of gaining expertise. So that, that's something that I really want. Yeah, then great. I just was asking just, just to check because I felt this with the YouTube channel at some point, like I felt like, oh, I have to make Germany content because that's what people watch. And then it felt like constricting. That's the mm-hmm. only reason why I asked. And I think it's you know, people notice when you're creating something that you really want to create and you notice yourself too. It feels good. Yeah, definitely. Where are you at with that right now? Where's your YouTube channel at? I just made a vlog in German and I had so much fun doing it because I really wanted to make it because I love Munich. So I wanted to share my love for Munich with other people. I think I'm going to make a video every other Tuesday now, and I have some topics written down, but for whatever reason, I just, I don't spend that much time with it every day, but I know it's like, it's, it's a crazy opportunity. It's a good place to learn skills and a lot of it's very transferable. So it feels like, um, to give up is really silly to not do it Mm. because it's a good opportunity and I enjoy it enough. Um, so I think, yeah, I'm going to go for every other week and my next video is going to be, do you make these German, uh, do you make these English mistakes? That's a, mm. that's a classic headline from Gary Halbert, the copywriter. They, they sold like millions of dollars with this letter. Do you make these English mistakes? Then, yeah. So I'm going to just make that video. And cause that will help people too. Like I, I, I'm really, there's a part of me that doesn't want to just create entertainment because mm-hmm. there's enough entertainment on the internet. I really want yeah. to make things that I think are valuable. Can you link the Gary Halbert Definitely. content or some, some in the show notes? It's called The Boron Letters. I'll also link some, some Twitter threads from Dickie Bush. There, he wrote them while he was in prison for tax fraud. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dickie but, Bush. No, Dickie Bush wasn't in prison. Uh, Gary Halbert was. Dickie Bush is a really cool <laughs> tweeter. He used to work at BlackRock and now he like has a writing course. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, what's next for you? I know that you're you're continuing work on the blog. We're making this podcast together. You're making German videos. What's next? What's the next frontier that you can see a lot of growth in? Yeah, I've actually been talking about that 
I've been thinking about that too lately because you know I, it really hit me with Fulbright like oh this too shall pass like oh shit mm. it's coming to an end really quickly I need cash flow that's that's a necessity I, I'm and I don't want to move back in with my parents no offense love you guys but <laughs> but I think they'll be offended <laughs> yeah I think they'll appreciate it actually um so yeah in the short term I have to figure out a way to support myself I've been applying to some things some internships see what happens but in the long term I want to make content on the internet I want to write and I want to make videos but only when I want to make videos so really I really and be a teacher I want to be a teacher, but not in school because I don't think school is working as mm. evidenced by my last blog. So I, yeah, I think I was thinking about maybe doing online coaching, but that kind of, I don't know how I feel about that whole industry. What do you mm. think I should do to retain my time? So I have enough time to keep reading, keep writing, keep learning, but also support myself, go to a third world country could be and or i think you should get paid for writing copy i think so too actually because you're at a point where you know how to do it efficiently there's so many people out there who need content written myself included and for example john like he he doesn't want to write articles he'd rather be doing brokerage that's what he's really good at it's what he loves he's been doing his for last 10 years so for a guy like him it makes a lot of sense to hire somebody like you to help write these articles get his thoughts down on paper so he's not spending time on it and you probably make pretty good money the really cool thing about copywriting in terms of payment and, and thank you for saying that i actually would like to reach out to you guys but the really cool thing about copy is um you can tell if someone responded to an ad so you can tell how effective it was and you can get paid for the result i think mm. naval, naval talks about that a lot right you want to get paid for what you do not for how long you do it that's one of the things that also really draws me to writing copy is that aspect of performance-based pay just like your industry as well as a salesman yeah. Where do you go to find clients of these sorts? So I am actually on Upwork, but it's quite competitive and I have no um, proof of work. So I think mm. actually the better strategy right now is to find people in my network that I can provide value for, even without the expectation of pay, because then at least I have a portfolio. Um, yeah, thank you for reminding me of this. I got to get on that. Like, I, I really should write my first piece of copy for for someone within the next two weeks. I'm going to do that within the next two weeks. Next time we talk, I'm going to have done that. Cool. Thank you, bro. We, we need some copy written. Gladly. Send me yeah. something over. We just, John and I uh, sat down today. I actually had a conversation with him where he, he asked me finally, uh, you know, what I think, what we should be doing in the brokerage. And so we went for a walk and I, I told him that all that I've been thinking from a digital marketing strategy perspective. 
And so we hopped on a call with, with our marketing guy, with Mike, and we're making it happen. You know, we sat down. I said, John, we need to come up with a list of 100 ideas of educational content that we can create in any format, whether it be articles, YouTube, Instagram reels. I actually got this idea from this book, uh, Raising Capital, Hunter Thompson. It's a real estate book, but he says this for your marketing, write down a hundred things that you can talk about and then choose the 10 best ones and go, go write an article on it. And dude, you know what, actually, like you're in this industry of passive income, like those videos get fuck ton of clicks. Yeah, that's a really good thing to create content about because people really care about it. So I think that's an excellent idea. And it's what Naval talks about. I told John this. It's print marketing is really expensive. A lot of people just throw it away. In-person meetings are very time intensive. You have to go meet with people and tell everybody the same thing that you told a hundred other people but the zero marginal cost replication on an instagram reel for educational content is ridiculous because you think about john he's been in this business for 10 years i've been in this business for three years i know stuff that is really helpful for people the specific knowledge that people probably want to hear about and so it only makes sense to start broadcasting it on a, on a large scale through first writing these articles, I think. And then once we have the articles written, we can disseminate those through email. And then we can create long form YouTube and chop it up like we're doing with this podcast into uh, short clips. And you can create a funnel. Have you heard of a funnel? Yeah, I well, like a sales funnel? Yeah, but like even more broadly, like the top of the funnel will be like your Instagram reels. That will yes. lead to your bio. And in your bio, you'll have your blog, whatever. Then you'll have a mail list and then you'll give them a free ebook. And then you, and the whole time you're providing massive value. Like it's a win-win. It's not like some mm -hmm. manipulative thing. And then you book a sales call and like, you know, you have all these tools leveraged working for you the whole time it's just like a thousand xing your your output 100 percent. that's exactly what i want to do i was watching a youtube video about how to use instagram for social media and he said the same thing instagram reels are phenomenal for just driving traffic onto your onto your page it's like most of the people who watch my instagram reels probably will never do business with me but if I can provide them some kind of value, I just feel like it creates a gravity that pulls people in. We spend so much time in this business qualifying opportunities. And if the more traffic is in your funnel, the better you'll get at qualifying those opportunities and you can have them pre-qualified through this educational content like like right. the ebook okay you get the ebook you get all this stuff you've done all these things i know you're interested and you actually know how we can 
you know enough about this business to where we can inter interact at a at a high level and and be efficient together as a team. Two points on this. One, I seriously think you could retire at age 30 if you execute this properly. Mm-hmm. Two, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is really exciting, actually. I think you're 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 right on the ball with this. The the second really interesting thing. You know, they talk about the gold mine, uh, the gold rush, and who made the most money in the gold rush? It was the people selling shovels to yeah. the to the gold miners. I think you could really provide a lot of value for aspiring real estate agents afterwards, right? So this could be this could build mm-hmm. in, and that would be really fulfilling for you too. It'd be fun as hell to lead educational things. Oh, I love it, dude. Like I Tommy, Mike's little brother, just joined our brokerage. No way. And yeah. And I'm like super stoked on it. I love sharing what I've learned with people in the business, especially because it's such a cutthroat industry and there's a lot of snakes and just generally people I, I, I think are, you know, dishonest and, and, and not nice. Um, and so it's really like fighting to stay in the business and fighting to to gather this knowledge and then to be able to share with people who I like is really powerful you know it means a lot to me it's super fulfilling there I actually totally agree when I think about what do I want to that's what I want I want to be able to say hey this is what I learned maybe this helps you and that's one of the big things about writing is you Mm -hmm. can it's it's leveraged but the downside to writing as opposed to Instagram reel is people don't want to read like we have to deal with the reality that there are alternatives to writing to get information which are way more entertaining and provide way more dopamine so uh, there's a balance uh, always trade-offs and, and instagram reels for example like i i'm keen on video being a source of uh how to say this video creates trust because you see somebody on film being candid like there's something about faces honestly like totally totally like you know that you know that idea that it's a lot easier to be brutal with somebody if if they have like a a bag over their face or something uh no but like that makes total sense when you look at what people say on the internet yeah yeah 100 like when there's no face associated with what you're saying or doing it's a lot easier for the person on the other end to just not trust you or be mean or however it manifests i'd have to look up the actual topic that i'm referring to here because i sound like a, a lunatic no, it's but, it's totally true. It's totally it's that's so human nature. You know, people say shit on the internet; they never say in person. Exactly, and but I think if you're actually like on a video call with somebody, the odds that you're going to say that same thing is so much less. And, and and on the other side, just like not just being negative, like being positive, like the odds that you're going to open up to somebody in person and and have a you know just a genuine interaction so much higher than over text you know Derek and you're handsome bro you got to get on that 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for? I know. Yeah. So that that's what I'm. That's next for me, dude. I'm actually really excited about it. Um, it it's happening. Like, I need your yeah. help too. I would love to do this with you. It's a great project. Yeah, I really need your help. This is this is what inspired me to actually take that step. Like, without doing this podcast, I don't think I would be there yet. That's exactly how I felt with the blog and YouTube when I. I would never have started the YouTube channel if I hadn't already started the blog. I think everyone should start publishing things under their own name. It's mm-hmm. such a reframe, such a reframe. Yeah. It, it, and like thinking about just business in general, the reason why I love digital media for my business and what I told John is it's all about personality. Like in this business, I actually, I just want to work with people who I like and people just want to work with an agent that they like mm-hmm. that's competent. So you do two things. You show people, you know, exactly what you're talking about and you can get deals done. Okay. That's out of the way. Do they like you? If they don't, there's zero reason why we should work together. I don't want right. to work with somebody who doesn't like me. Right. So just being yourself in front of a huge audience and you can filter the people who who you vibe with or not. That's major. It really feels like all this is going to work out. Yeah, it like feels I feel that the way. vibration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about it, man. I've seen other people do it and I just, you know, I feel like this is the only thing that makes sense. I, yeah. I see really clearly right now that this is the next step forward. And it's funny actually, because I've actually been trying to, I listened to this Hugh Jackman podcast with, with Tim Ferriss. And I don't know if we talked about this on our last show, but Hugh was saying the one thing that he wants to know is what he should be doing. Like there's always like, I think if you're true to yourself and you understand yourself well enough, there's a clear path forward, but you have to ask for that to be understood. Ask yourself, what, what do I have to be doing right now? What's the next step? And if you just listen and keep asking the universe or whoever, you know, God, whatever you want to call it yourself, the answers are going to come to you. And I think this is actually that happening right now is I'm realizing that that was me asking what I should be doing next is manifest now. That is a really powerful idea. Like just sitting down on your bed and saying, what do I want? What should I do? And, or, or I've also done this with my body. Like, um, where do I feel pain? Where can I improve my physical health? And just sitting there and, oh, noticing, okay, my right shoulder, whatever. But getting back to this in Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill, you know, the classic, How to Get Rich book. I'm reading that right now. It's really good. Yeah, you recommended it to me. He says in one of the chapters, sit down and ask yourself, how will I get the money? How will I get the money? I really enjoy this meditation of repeating a question over and over in my head. I do that quite often, actually. And when I did the, how will I get the money? I think I do remember, but I kept seeing you. (laughs) And now here we are building this thing. And yeah, I think it's simple, but 
it comes back to also what we were talking about in the beginning. Like, you need to know what you're doing and why you're doing it, or everything you're doing is in vain. Yeah, exactly. There, you gotta you gotta know where you're going, and you can really this this that's like the magic of it. There's something that I can't describe. Maybe you could. In that book that Napoleon Hill talks about, Hugh Jackman says the same thing. Like, you're just broadcasting this this question. You're asking yourself the question primarily, right? You ask yourself, and somewhere deep inside, the answer comes back to you. Where does that come from? I don't know, but the answers are there, right? If you if you were all knowing. Andrew Kirby talks about this pretty well, like getting rich is just a cause and effect, right? The effect is you want to get rich. The cause is who knows, but if you knew the cause, you'd already be rich because you would just do it. So (laughs) there there are, um, yeah, I don't know exactly, but the path is there. It already exists, obviously, because it's possible. Yeah, it is possible. There is a solution. It feels to me- like this intuitive part of the brain is is really powerful. And we've mm-hmm. talked about this a lot, but like last year, I came to terms with the fact that, you know, a lot of times I have a gut feeling. And as much as I try to rationalize or, or be reasonable with myself, my gut feeling knows. And there's millions of years of evolutionary wisdom mm-hmm. in that gut feeling that the, the, the frontal part of the brain, the, the really rational part developed much later and has, and therefore I believe should have less weight in decision-making like this gut feeling, it knows, it knows what's right. And I try to follow that with food actually. Uh, like if I want something, I'm like, oh, I want, I want to go to the bakery because Germany has great bakeries. And I always, I, all day long when I pass a bakery, I'm like, oh, I want to go eat that. But then my gut feeling says, no, you don't, that's not right. Mm. And, really trying i'm not perfect with it but trying to listen to what my yeah. body tells me that's why meditation is so helpful like because you're right. just listening you're listening for the answers because they're there but you know you gotta like calm your mind down to be able to hear it like if there's so much noise happening you can't hear what what the fuck the guy's saying who's across from you it's the same thing you are sitting across from yourself and all that noise is just happening, again, in your own head, but also in the rest of the world. So you need to quiet it down to hear the answers. Or like the analogy of, you know, you got a, a glass that's shaken up, water that's perturbed isn't clear. It's a Buddhist uh, mm. And also just also. getting used to the idea of being an observer like okay there are things going on in my mind in my body that i'm not controlling um let me let me observe them see how they work see what's going on what are the patterns paying attention that's an intentionality right yeah deciding i will pay attention yeah like honestly but like i want to pay attention i want to know what's happening that's what you want because I want to have better mental health and I want to not suffer unnecessarily. It's always yeah. back to intention. Yeah. Some, something that just we got to stay with. It's like that, that fire you got to kindle. 
let me ask you, man. Hey, what is then? What is the intention of this podcast? I think you put it well. Learning out loud, like being less afraid of putting myself out there and having people listen to this, if there even is anybody listening to this. I don't even know, but it, it's like yeah, about we got not- like uh, uh, between fifty and eighty. Oh, that's a lot of people <laughs> for me. I don't know if anyone listens to it. So Dude, it's a lot of BS more than us. <laughs> We're just two. I know exactly. So, well, there, I have a few intentions and they hit me just a few minutes ago. Like the last one is genuinely just, it's, I just like talking to you. And so like the, the fact that we're stacking productive behaviors on top of enjoyable behaviors is, is really cool. So we can stay in touch. We're learning from each other. We're learning how to produce this type of content, which as we just discussed, I'm going to be leveraging in my personal business and reducing that fear, caring less about what people think and just doubling down on, on myself and that, that intuition. Awesome. There's a, there's a lot there, but that's pretty much why we're here. Agreed. I, I like the, yeah, it's learning out loud and also it's stacking this because we, we learn a lot from each other and I enjoy talking to you too. And it, it's, it's combo. Yeah. I think that's where we started this, right? It was like, look, we have these really good conversations that are informative and powerful. Somebody's going to benefit from hearing this. Definitely. Even us just listening to ourselves, have the conversation is powerful. And just ha- also even one step further, just having the conversations because we weren't talking before we had the podcast, just life gets busy. And now it's like, okay, yeah, exactly. we have a reason. Yeah, exactly. That's good. So it's dope. Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Hey bro, I want to talk with you about something real quick. This idea of what's the first step, right? First say what you want. Now you decide, okay, I need to double down on digital media. That's a big opportunity. I really think the first skill set is persuasion. Um, persuasion. Persuasion, copywriting. So I, my first deliverable to you guys within two weeks, next Friday, I'm going to send you guys just a write-up on the principles of persuasion from Cialdini and what I've learned from this other writer and then what I've also learned from Gary Halbert in terms of writing well. And I'll, I'll send it to you and John. How does that sound? Yeah, that'd be cool. Because... Like we said, we always, even if I'll be doing most of the writing, we always want to have the competencies so that, you know, prevent bottlenecks. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you know, okay, that's why he did that. You'll appreciate it more. You know, it's like when you can, it's so crazy what happens when you understand, you know, it, it, like every time I see an advertisement now, I think why? And I and like my whole worldview has changed because we're constantly surrounded by advertisements and now all I'm always analyzing them. It's really fun. <laughs> it's a total reframe. I mean, yeah, for sure. This is, I mean, it's going to be helpful for things like I need, I also need to rewrite letters like prospecting letters to clients. And so mm, crafting right. an, a well thought out letter that's going to be different from every other person sending prospective clients letters that alone could be the thing that completely changes my business yeah i'll send you i'll write up a cold email thing for you i took a course on that too (laughs) okay sweet 
yeah that's that's like super valuable information definitely um and a lot of like i just don't have the bandwidth of the time to be like putting all the work into researching these things I, my time is most effective cold calling so everything that i can do to just stay on the phones i have to do but i need to make sure these things happen also because nobody else is going to make it happen for me so hey, this is where one plus powerful. one this is where one plus one is much more than two yeah dude right? fuck yeah like 100 <laughs> percent. because you could make me so much money and that like and we could just work well together that we both make a bunch of money from this you know exactly it's, so it's it, it's like this idea of um you're the economics guy like in high school they talk about it in economics class, like one sum. country positive some game like one country has a, a an advantage comparative advantage comparative advantage that's it bingo one country's got a comparative advantage in producing x the other one in y it doesn't make sense for them both to produce x and y rather it makes sense for them to trade and, and double down on what they're good at double down on what they're good at and even if one person gains more from the transaction it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be fair it is fair it doesn't have to be equal for it to exactly. be uh beneficial for everybody 100 percent. so just like I, I was thinking about that earlier today actually um and that's that's why business is so beautiful like we talk about you know connecting the dots and creating creating more than what was there before you know really important great super fun man i'm looking forward to writing this up for you sweet me too i'm fucking stoked man let's get it let's get this money <laughs> where will i get the money <laughs> yo right ask now. yourself that right now where will i find the money <laughs> bro this is it i've already got the answer yeah we already have the answer all right yeah. bro good night all right man you logging off peace, peace.